Plus, just the clap. The only show that didn't think of an intro because he was too busy playing Spider-Man. Um, I don't really think there's a downside to that, considering there how well it's been reviewed. a huge downside. But like I said, considering how well that's been reviewed. No, it's up for Game of the Year going up against God of War. Which you love. I, I did love, and still do. Um, I know the Game Plus version of that came out, but I've got such a huge backlog of games that there's no fucking way I'm going to end up replaying it. Um, you sure? Yeah. I've got you were Persona, so fond of it. I know, but I've got Persona 5 waiting for me, and that's a 200-plus uh, hour RPG. Talk about a time drain. You play a teenager, and part of the RPG is maintaining social, like, social relationships and a part That sounds exhausting, and, and I don't job. want to. It's hailed as one of the best RPGs. It's gotten a okay, ton that's of awards. Great. No, but thank you. I like RPGs because I can escape the shitty parts of my life. Not you, maintaining you social fucking interactions and yeah, a part-time all, job. Yeah, all the shit that, you know, playing video games get away from. Um, so we'll just jump right into... I've been, playing, I've been playing Spider-Man. Excuse it's me, Spider-Man. It took me, now I was so busy at the day job, it took me like three or four days to even touch it. Uh, but once I did, I was hooked. Um, you jump in, Spider-Man's been Spider-Man for about eight years, I think they posit. Um, so you're dealing with an experienced web shooter, web shooter, web slinger. You're dealing with an experienced Spider-Man. Um, okay. And, uh, I'm sure he's been a serious web shooter at this point, considering oh, they, how long he's been in puberty. They, there's, they make a joke about him thinking with his web shooter at one point. Oh when he's, no! It's there's every every so often a um, part of a podcast by J Jonah Jameson will play randomly. I can turn it off, but it's really amusing. No, but it's J Jonah Jameson. It's really fun. It almost sounds like Brian Cranston, which is kind of weird. Um, well, I, I don't totally, have a problem yeah, with that I at totally all. I totally see no. him. I mean, I would miss J.K. Simmons. I like think I said, that not that I didn't casting, love J.K. But, Simmons, but I'd still love Cranston. Um, but, uh, yeah, and at one point he, of course, gets all the facts, like, confused. Like, at one point I'm, I have to do this, like, side mission where I'm, like, doing, like, a ground slam on these, like, tanks to, like, release pressure so shit won't blow up. And, of course, he's like, oh, have you hit a pothole? It's because Spider-Man's, like, you know, you know, smashing the streets. Like, you know, of course, he, like, misconstrues everything I'm doing because it's J. John Jameson. Um, but... There is a part where I'm tracking down uh, Black Cat, which will be an eventual DLC, because they're releasing one every month for the next three months, which means I'm never getting bored of that game. Uh, but at one point, yeah, he talks about how like Spider-Man's teamed up with Black Cat, and is it for fame, is it for money, or maybe he think he's thinking with his web shooter, which I thought was funny. Okay, here's um, the thing about Black Cat, is that she was always a pretty interesting character. I always hated the design of her costume. Why? The furry bits around her cleavage. Remember the 70s? That outfit does. The irony was that she came out of the 80s. But it's still a very dated design. Yeah, and I considering don't think how they've much ever they've updated her costume. No, they haven't. But, you know, if you get rid of the fur, she just looks like Catwoman. With you don't white need hair. to get rid of the fur, you just need to come up with a different design. Because the fur is only around her cleavage, and if I remember correctly, her wrists. Uh. Boot trim? Probably boot trim. Also, the fucking 70s. 80s. Still 80s. I might say the fur is the 70s, but anyways. No, I think... The fur trend, not her design. Mm. But, uh, I have a knack for games that have That, and they 80... can the, the 80s fucking blonde blowout with fake tits. Her hair's naturally white. 
guess, but I'm she just does, saying that's what she it is. She's poured into that costume, but she's supposed to be voluptuous. She's supposed to be like Catwoman, and Catwoman is, I would... I wouldn't Cat say voluptuous, more, like I but I'd say more alive. Like I said, Catwoman's a more interesting character physically and emotionally. Yeah. Well, I don't, mm, that's a conversation for a different day. Um, I will say, I have maybe touched 15% of the storyline based on the fact that I have a knack for finding games that have uh, completely <coughs> engrossing uh, worlds. And uh, subplots. And side missions. And, like, I have unlocked... I've done, like, all of the, like, information towers, the research stations, the Black Cat mini-games, like, uh, I have done, like, I, at this point, like, I just keep waiting for, like, side missions to stop popping up so I can actually get to the storyline. But um, do you want them to stop popping up? Yeah, because I want to complete each different area. Like, I want them to be 100% so I can stop and find out what the fuck's happening. Because at this point... They haven't even introduced... The only villain I've... Well, two villains I've fought are Kingpin and the Shocker, neither of which are on the Sinister Six, who are the bad guys in this. How much more Let do you have to say about Spider-Man? I love it. Um, well, no, it sounds I, like you I, want I, me to like hurry along here. No, no, I just have a follow-up. Oh, go ahead. I mean, we're talking about it. So I've been re-watching season one of Daredevil. Yeah, we're going to talk about Daredevil later. Okay, then I will stop. Well, no, you can talk about season one. When I watched the, like, you know, 90s Spider-Man cartoon and they had Kingpin, mm -hmm. that's immediately what I thought of the very first time they introduced D'Onofrio as Fisk. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, actually, Michael Duncan Clark, Michael Clark Duncan, whatever, rest in peace. Mm. Um, no, he was great. Yeah, oh, he was like... He's no, like, he was phenomenal. But like I said, when they introduced fucking... D'Onofrio as Fisk... As Fisk. In fucking season one. I'm so glad he comes back. And he's still good in prison, too. My only thing is, and this, we brought this up last week, um, and we'll just, um, I'm, I'm just going to use this as kind of a segue. Sorry, I've been indoctrinating a friend into watching the Marvels on Netflix, and that's what we've been doing. Well, yeah, but you haven't touched Iron Fist, and you should. I'd rather watch BoJack. You should be fisted. <laughs> you should be BoJacked. As long as I'm not horse-manned. But on the note of uh, Daredevil, we'll just get oh, yeah. into what I'm calling Fall TV Burst, and I'll just get into it with, with Daredevil that the, I, I think it was Taiwan uh, outlet for Netflix posted a, uh, a, a teaser for Daredevil. Nothing really new in that, um, except that they accidentally leaked the release date. Oops. Oh no, and especially considering how, you know, and everybody that, has the internet now, they're fucked. Well, uh, so Netflix, of course, had to say, yes, we're releasing Daredevil next month. So you're seeing a, like, have all, I was thinking about this, have all of the Netflix Marvel shows popped this year? Was Jessica Jones earlier this year? I don't remember. I'd have to look. I think it is. I think we've hit all of them in one year, which does seem like it doesn't really sudden, but they mm -hmm. talked about how they had to take a year off of the individual series to free them up to do Defenders. Okay, I get that, they but don't I also have. feel like that maybe the reason they're doing that is because of how ill-received Iron Fist was, and people don't trust them anymore. No, and yes, I, I know season two is doing better, but still, just how bad the fight scenes and the fucking character writing was, because I liked every character in Iron Fist except for the fucking lead. 
well, was he badly acted? Yes, but I don't really think that was his fault. I think it was bad writing and bad direction. If and was a, really if was bad a, fight choreography. If I was a betting man who wasn't beating a horse to death, uh, I would say it's probably because the principals from each show were free to do like um, overlapping, like they filmed them all independently, so you don't have a time constraint. Um, and it just, that's the release. And Kristen Ritter's been very busy promoting her book. Who? Jessica Jones. Yeah, but what did you say? Promoting her book. Before that? Bonfire. Her name? Kristen Ritter. Okay. Um, but we Sorry. do have a lot, I mean, we're hitting fall TV season, Deb. Um, I, of course, have an app that helps me keep track of this. Otherwise, I would be left drooling like a mongoloid hitting the head with a brick. Okay, well, what are you excited about for fall TV? Because there's not a lot I'm excited about. Well, in the next 30 days, I'll just do the next 30 days. Next Things that come out the next month. The Gifted. The, the That's a good one. Good Place. I'm not going to say no to that. Big Mouth. That doesn't count as fall TV. It's, okay, uh, all right. I mean, if you want to exclude Netflix, then well, I'll, I'll give you that they, one. They but they don't have a seasonal release schedule. No, okay, okay, I'll give you that. Like um, I said, I'm still going to mention the Netflix stuff. Am I still, ex- am I still but excited I, to, li- to watch Big Mouth? Yes, absolutely, but I don't count that as fall TV. Okay, then in that I'll, I'll put, up, put up a caveat that I will mention the Netflix stuff just for informational purposes. No, that's but fine. you're right. No, you're right, but, but uh, Doctor Who. Mm. I'm excited to see how she does. No, I'd really like to, but I feel like it's maybe one of those things where I should wait two seasons so I'm not pissed off at the end of the first season. A lot of people were with Capaldi. I, I'll give you that one. Fuck um, Capaldi. Walking Dead, Rick's last season. Um, I'll watch it. Um, I liked The War. I like Negan still around. So, um, I feel like do they I think, need to get their shit the together last... and find an endpoint. I imagine that Kirkman probably has one for both the show, and I know he's the only one for the comic. Yes, but is it actually going to be something he can implement, or is it going to be something he just has and they don't listen? I, well, they can't not listen to him. <laughs> yeah, they can in a lot of ways. But they can't in the most important ones. I guess we'll see. He's really high up on that totem pole. Yes, I get that, but I mean, there's um, lots of other people that have been that powerful and have gotten fucked. That's true. Um, you've got the rise of, and these go a little bit past a month, just so I can mention them all. Um, Flash, Black Lightning, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. And so you realize the that the big news back. in the Arrowverse recently is they actually cast someone as Lois Lane. Really? Yep. And you're going to see um, Batwoman. You're going to see Kathy Kane. No. Re- Bet Kane. Shit. Which Kane is it? You're going to see Batwoman. You're going to see the lesbian Batwoman. One of them was not a lesbian. Can you you stop saying that? Because it's pretty bad. Sorry, I'll stop saying Batwoman. Um, Right, that's what I was... But it's, what's her name? It's uh, that uh, androgynous lady from uh, Orange is the New Black. And I can't think of her name right now. You know who I'm talking about, though? Ruby Rose or something like that? Yes. It's, Um, like I said... I'm excited. I know, she'll be a wonderful Catwoman. I just don't know... Physically and, I was going to say, emotionally acting. I think it makes sense for her to pop on Arrow, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't fucking know. We have um, no idea, but like I said, they have cast Lois Lane in the Arrowverse. I guess we'll see what happens. Also, just so you know, it makes me laugh every time I think... I think she pop on Supergirl instead. And I repeat, it makes me laugh every time I think about the fact that Supergirl got relegated to Sundays. Uh, 
isn't Legends? Oh, no, Legends is always on Fridays, isn't it? And I repeat, Supergirl got relegated to Sundays. That's not necessarily bad. They can play. No, it it's pretty fucking bad. No, because CW's got some pretty solid Sunday stuff. They always have. Okay, you're making a face. I disagree. Um, outside of a month, uh, only three more shows. Castlevania Season 2, which is Netflix, but don't worry about it. But it's I, also I just happened to know who wrote it. Um, I'm not name-dropping. I did. Uh, I don't Fuck any, you. Didn't want, I didn't even hear you say it. I said Warren Ellis. Okay, don't trip over that name you dropped. Um, Marvel's Runaways is back in three months, which I'm excited for. And they finally did uh, put it down uh, in 109 days, so a little over three months. Um, you'll see Young Justice Season 3. Young Justice. I bet they're calling it Young Justice Outsiders. So, so that, that, that kind of has a connotation of not only being outside of everything, but the team, the Outsiders. So I actually kind of wanted to ask you about something a little bit weird about the differences between Runaways and Gifted. Okay, radically different shows. They're I mean, incredibly I, I will, different I will shows, say that but I'm right asking you about a very specifically yeah. different thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I first. actually like the styling of Gifted a lot better, and I don't like how polished everybody looks in Runaways. Well, okay, I can answer that in a few ways. Um, one... Laziness? I No, Deb. That's, that was a, that was a it, joke. Too. Okay, I was that like, was a joke. Oh my god. Um, yes, I know they have. Deb completely just saw different, my chest like puff up. They have completely like, different origins. Relax. Well, I think that you probably I, I would say, and this is supposition on my part completely. Um, I would say, I would I would have the Runaways more polished in the first season, because they're still semi tied to their affluent backgrounds and upbringings. But they're I swear still to God, every home, fucking still, shot looks like they're wearing highlighter makeup. But they're still. But the thing is, they're still part of. They haven't run away yet, so there is no like we can take showers. This is the the thing we're talking about with Cloak and Dagger versus Walking Dead last week. Yep. Um, I think it probably looks a bit more polished. Also, I mean, it is. I think Runaways is a very polished idea, and having read the Brian K. Vaughn run, um, I didn't read anything past that because I don't care because it's not Brian K. Vaughn. Um, not to disparage those of the writers, but, but sorry. But Brian K. Um, just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's Brian K. Like the, only said, thing, the, only thing, the only thing he's done that I haven't gotten into is Lost. So, uh. um, I will say, there's that, and then, what was the other show? I'm sorry, we've already, I've already lost it. Gifted. And then, yeah, well, Gifted, they're literally, like, on the run. Like, there's, like, they make points of, like, there is, there are no comforts in, like, their, like, hideout. I get that, but it's just one of those things where I feel like there's a little bit more of an easier emotional attachment to the Gifted characters as opposed to the overly spoiled runaway characters. Um, Why? Because we all, at some point, think our parents are assholes. I think, well, that's why I, I kind of attach with the runaways, because, I mean... As you grow up, you find out your parents aren't kind of the perfect people you thought they were. Well, you were. always think they're heroes. They're not. Well, it turns and I did out, not mean out, to I, say it like that. No, God but it, it. but no, I like that because, I mean, Brian K. Vaughn runs with, they're not just, you know, they're not heroes. And he, of course, it's the most, not absurd, but in terms of the idea, the most absurd level of, they're not, not heroes, they're also villains. He kind of just took it, like, just springboarded it to the, the furthest end of that. Um, but yeah, like you find out they are like flawed human beings. Um, in this Which case, is, obviously their flaws is that they're awful human beings. Uh, villains, in fact. Um, being led by the guy who played Doctor Doom, whose name I suddenly can't remember. 
Julian McMahon. Thank God, Doug. Um, is it bad that I was about to say that? Because I remember him from Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, I should watch it. Rewatch Nip Tuck. He was also the guy that wanted to pee on them in that in Horrible Bosses. Oh no, that was Mr. Fantastic. I that never, was Ian Griffold. I actually never saw Horrible Bosses. It's really funny. Just, the first one's so funny. I just never. It's yeah. no first one's thumbs up. Second one's a little twitchy. It's so funny, but it's like it's not complete rehashing. But it's you know you're like okay yeah we get it. Uh, um, I remember not really being grabbed by the second one, but the first world of bosses is super fun. Hey, okay, I'll look it up on Plex. Oh, um, excuse me. Let's see. Oh, um, speaking want, of... I was going to ask if you wanted to talk about Iron Fist. Um, you know, I have no problem I, with spoilers. I will, if you give me another five minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, because I do want to bring this up, because it's been a couple weeks since I showed you the trailer, and it's been... Like a week before that, when Venom. I watched it. But speaking of fall TV burst, which it hasn't popped up on my app, but it could be because it's on the new DC streaming service. But next month, um, Titans will appear and or premiere. And you, oh, that was a sneer and a half. No, it's because of how much I'm going to have to go through to actually access it. Um, we'll talk about that off air later. Um, no, so it's just I'll, one of those I'll, things I'll, where I'll get it for you. Will I watch it? Absolutely, but I'm not gonna fucking subscribe to DC streaming. I won't only because like I only want the one, original content. One, they don't need that fucking money too. Suck a dick. Well, it's it's just that I it's I won't like subscribe to DC. It's like subscribing to Disney streaming. Fuck you. It's like it, the thing is, I'm not in. I don't want the classic movies. I have seen them. I will find them on my own. Whatever. Um, but I, I just want, and I don't want access to digital comics because I don't like reading digital comics. You and I both actually um, have that, where most of the time I read all of my books digitally now, but I cannot read digital comics. I hate them. I hate the fact that they draw your eye in specific places, and the they're Kevin very Smith unsettling. Thing. And Kevin Smith, is, that's exactly what I was going to say, is Kevin Smith's got an excellent point where he says, they you know, pull your eyes to what they want you, but it's like, I want to pour over the art. I want to, you know, look at the minutiae. I want to reread this. I want to see the specific things that draw me emotionally or interest-wise into this comic. No, I, I don't want you to drag me to, you know, whatever to, flower to you want me to look at. To, to, yeah. Um, I, I completely agree. Um, also support, you know, brick-and-mortar comic shops because I'm sure they're disappearing faster than we think. Oh, fuck. I have to move all my comics again. Son of a bitch. You know, I'm not going to show you any sympathy on that one because I had a lot more than you did at one point. And I'm, a lot of them are the Fables books that you gave me. That's why I have a lot less than I used to. And the Transmetropolitan. Do you have that whole run? No. I have no. most of it that you gave me. Yeah, but I kept my issue too, Felix. Um, that's fine. Because that's worth a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but No, uh, what do I have the most of in singles? Probably things Fables. You would, no, things you would not appreciate. Omaha Cat Dancer? <laughs> no, I have the uh, Jim Bridger, <laughs> Harry Dresden in uh, oh, yeah. singles, and the Anita, Anita Blake. Blake Vampire Hunter series, which... That, okay. came out, that came out with a new book. I went book shopping a couple Here's weeks ago. Here's the thing, ago. though. I hate the art in it, because it's too polished. And her books in the middle were great, but her beginning books and her, and well, current books are fucking awful. Yeah, I heard after she became kind of a slut. And it's not to say that... Uh, it's just like that. It's so against the character, from what I'm to understand, uh-huh. uh, that that's when that's when it went downhill. Was when she started just fucking every creature of the night. 
And the um, thing is, if they'd done a little bit more explaining in the books, it would have made sense. But they just made such massive jumps that you're like, oh, now she's just a whore. Not even a whore? Excuse me, a slut. There you go. Um, I should say tramp. I shouldn't say slut. So, but, but I want to discuss the Titans trailer because this is something where when I first... There was a massive b- a bunch of confusion when it came out because I had a, someone who was telling me about it and it sounded very, like, fan-made. Um, but then I remembered seeing the, like, kind of dark and gritty picture of Robin from the, like, promo. But, I mean, fan-made isn't necessarily bad. Cause, you no, know, no, but I did, you, I want... You, you get a little bit of, of dirty laundry. My, yes. But in terms of that, he was like, yeah, at one point, and this is true, folks, in the trailer, Robin says fuck Batman. And I was like, that doesn't sound like something DC would put out. Turns out, it does. Um, I'm very interested in Titans. Not only are they one of my favorite teams, um, the Jeff Johns run is fantastic, of course, I'll bring it back to comics. Um, it is a comic book show after all. But, um, I think it makes sense in terms of, of the few stylistic changes they made with at least one character, uh, Starfire in particular. Oh, I have no problem with their casting of Starfire. It's not their casting. It's their stylization of her. They made her look like a hooker. And I say that not to be disparaging to the world's oldest profession um, or Anita Blake, but that... Uh, oh, come on. That was funny. That was a five-second callback. That was well worth it. Um... Now everybody will be Googling Anita Blank. Uh, but they made it look like kind of a hooker, a, a streetwalker, a tramp, if you will. But it's just one of those things where she was never very subconscious. Modest. Well, but I mean, just she didn't have any subconscious worries about her body. Self-conscious. You're right. Self-conscious worries about her body because she could change it whenever the fuck she wanted to. No, she can't. Well, I meant the clothing. Yes. Yeah, she's not a shape changer. Um, no, she's I wanted not to be just... Mi- no, I was going to say, she's not Mars? Mars? Oh, I totally lost my train of thought. Martian, there we go. There, I was like, oh, yeah. Martian Manhunter. There, well, or Miss Martian. Or Miss Martian. Sorry. Um, you, you see why my from, brain They got were from confused. Mars, yes, yeah. they were Martians. Like I said, you see why my brain got Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like I said, no, she's not Miss Martian, but like but, I said, she was uh, never... But she, she's an alien. She, can, like she said, was not she modest, can, uh, she was never raised to be like be ashamed of herself, um, emotionally, physically. Like they were very open, if I recall right. It's I, I been a long it's, time like since I said, I've I get why people looked had up a the Tameranians. Like I said, I get why people had a problem with the styling, but I think if they knew more about the character, it would be different. I think that's where Starfire would kind of end up if she landed on Earth and had to kind of blend in. Is not the right word, but like acclimate or like when, subterfuge. When Terminator comes back and ends up at the gay bar and steals the clothes. It's a biker bar. They might have been gay. With the star fucking sunglasses. Does one of them have that? I can't remember the last time I watched the original Terminator. It was the one with the, you know, I think it was That was the 80s. I think it was four. No, it was a way more modern. Four? Terminator four. Rise, no wait, that wasn't Rise of the Machines. Which one's four? Wait, hold on. It might have been Rise of the Machines. That's three. That's the one with what's his name? Nick Stahl. Four was... It might have been three. Now, I'm pretty sure it was three, because they had the female Terminator that came and was in the car and looked at the Victoria's Secret ad and made her boobs bigger. Yeah, yeah, whatever her name was. Yeah. Lucan. I can't remember her first name off the top of my head. Um, uh, yes, please. And may I have some fries, because I'm starving. Yes. Yes, she can have fries. I'm so glad we recorded that part. Um, I really am. I was 
planning on paying, but apparently I won't. You can if you'd like it. No. Let's not get into that Only on Only one of us is working right now, and you know um, how much I'll pay you back later, bitch. You say bitch until I hand you that bill for the network at the end of the year. <laughs> and hopefully I'll be working again at that point in um, time. Only one of us almost died this year. Let's not get into that. Um, that's a damn conversation, not a no applause conversation. So, uh, the only hiccup I guess I have is the styling on Beast Boy. Though the, That's hard. Though I do like the styling they've done on Raven. They make her look like very like horror-based. Like you, well, you well, saw the trailer. That's the thing that I've always liked about Raven. She's is like that possessed she's by her dad, who's a demon, or she, you know, whatever. She's possessed by but like I mean, it's evil. Almost, it's the same thing with like Marceline and her dad in Adventure Time. Yeah. It, you're basically I mean, yeah, I mean, this horror creature that doesn't want to be sucked into your legacy, but that's what you fucking are. A daughter of Trigun. So no, I'm excited for Titans. I'll be I'll be interested to see um, about the five episode rule on this because um, I think the five episode rule is going to make or break Titans, in my opinion. And the thing is that you and I have had the five episode rule for a very long time yes, since the beginning of podcast. Before that, but it's also just one of those like. The last season of Community was such a pain in the ass to get. For you. Well, yes, I know. <laughs> and it's one of those, like, how... Can, how we we how, can always discuss avenues of getting your stuff. I know how to get what I want, thank you. But still, it's just... I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to build something and trying to make a network stronger or a platform stronger. But are you hurting it or are you making it better? We'll see. The the shows they've got on deck for original programming, and I'll include um, Young Justice in that because that I is... I think it's definitely original programming because we've waited a long-ass fucking time um, for this. But between, they've got that, they've got us, they're going to be launching a new Swamp Thing series, which... It's going to be either great or terrible. Yeah, there, I don't think there's going to be no in between, between on that yeah. one. No, great or terrible. Um, my issue is, how are they going to pull off doing Doom Patrol? which is going to be one of their series. That's impossible. I think it's... No, that's impossible. I would love to see with practical effects, for one. Oh, they've already cast... Uh, fuck, I can't remember who they cast. I'll okay, I get that. I'd love to see with practical effects, but that's going to cost so much money and be so highly well, rated. Well, I mean, you got to remember that they're owned by Warner Brothers. The, the, the money's there. Yeah, because they made so much money on their last few movies. Well, it's Warner Brothers. They make money off of other, I mean... Merchandise. Sure. Superman. The Mummy did really even well. Henry Cavill dropping off. The fact that Superman is up there with Mickey Mouse and Jesus for most recognizable characters, and yes, I called Jesus a character. Deal with it. Um, not you, everyone. But else. did you ever really like Superman? No, I can't stand Superman. I don't like him at all. No, but I mean, who did? Um, Jeff Johns. No, Richard but I mean, Donner. our generation. If you didn't well, fall in love with him, no. If you didn't fall era. in love with him as a little kid, you don't like him. Yeah, I never. Spider Man was a bigger one, and I don't say that to be glib because, I you know, I'm playing it like it's just I. I thought other characters were more interesting. I just I couldn't get behind Superman. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I get that they've done a lot of work I'll, to make him less Boy Scout, but I'm still not interested. I will jump in um, momentarily with what I'm trying to look for here. Oh, is um, hiccuping? No, it's not because I'm hiccuping, it's because the internet's being fucking horrid. Um, I'm trying to look up who's playing Robot Man, because I know it's someone awesome. 
So I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. And now I can't find the whole fucking... And the, I feel like I actually slow. read that too, and now I can't fucking remember a single fucking Yeah, word. no, and I guess I just... God there, there's a There's a set picture of him too, so I'm wondering if it's... It's probably him in like the like NASCAR race car suit. It's probably not Robot Man. Well, yeah, it's just um, the jumpsuit. But I would love to... I, I, if they can pull it off, I'd love to see Doom Patrol show done right, which they've never done one wrong. I don't again, think they have the money, one. and I don't think they have the ability to take it to the rating it needs. I don't know. Like, how dark and gritty they're pulling with Titans? Like, if they get the, if they get the tone right... Titans is more right, popular than Doom Patrol. The characters they're utilizing are more well-known yeah, I mean, and a lot easier to pull an audience. Guardians of the Galaxy, Deb. In a Even theater. I didn't know who Groot was. Like I said, in a theater, as opposed to on DC streaming. Doesn't matter. You can if you pull if you can pull it. I mean, if you if you make it work, it'll work. In terms of pulling like weird characters into. I get that, but are they going to make it work enough? They can earn enough money for more seasons, and they can earn enough money to be as dark as they want to be. I don't know. And do I consider Doom Patrol dark? I'd say more honest than dark, but still. If they do like the Grant, Mo- I mean, they would. I don't think they can do the whole Grant Morrison thing. Oh, God, but, I would but pulling love that. in, but pulling in like the like. Tragedy plus surrealism, because I mean that—they're fucking weird. Like it's just all fucking weird. What? I was making a joke. Um, but while that's that's loading slowly, and you know what, I give up. Um, in terms of looking that up, I'll I'll do my due diligence it's and, and not we'll a touch base deal. I'm sure next we can week, do but, mistakes we made at um, some point. Well, I'm not kind of in charge of the internet, but uh, Iron You're Fist. I, I did. I am not. Um, well, that's disappointing. So. Second season. One, you sent me the article, yes. Yes, that it's making a Rotten Tomatoes fucking record. record. Of most improvement from the 19% from the first season to the 50%, which is still not great. Actually, it's gone up from there. It's almost 60% now. I'd, I'd put it, in my personal opinion, I'd put it at about 75 Here's the thing, though, is I get I why it hasn't problems. gone... I, I, I know why it hasn't gone higher, because most people were so fucking turned off by the first season, they're not going to watch the fucking second season. Which we don't need to go into why, because we've done it for like three weeks straight. Ugh. Um, I think we can put but, that one to bed. But, I mean, they but, did do a lot of damage repair in Defenders. And Luke Cage. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just imagining Luke Cage. Um... They took the time, Finn Jones, I talked about this last week when I was in, like, the first couple episodes, but the fight scenes are significantly better. Because they um, were so bad. The, the, the central theme of the episode is, is what is chance versus fate and destiny? Um, do you, is the path you're walking on the one you should be, or the one that you were just set on? Um, the villains were fucking phenomenally compelling, with Davros, who we met in the first season, yeah. who becomes the steel uh, steel serpent, which is kind of the bad Iron Fist or Iron Fists, if I may say. Um, yeah, he he uh, at one point very early on steals the Iron Fist from Danny because um, he thinks that Danny doesn't deserve it. Well, um, Danny kind of doesn't really deserve it, but and Danny realizes that by the end of it. And Cullen ends up with it, which makes so much fucking sense. It's ridiculous. Which is an excellent plot point. Her tattoo is actually way fucking cooler. Um, 
Well, at least they didn't put him in the green mask with the yellow trimming. But I'll say... Yeah, they did. You know what I mean, though. Like, um, the comic design. No, they, they show They At one point, they had the yellow masks. It's I'm, I'm, Loon, I'm, I'm still saying it's a little bit better with the, the design because it's kind of dated. Um, my my three notes, one, uh, two of them are from the finale, so I'll wait for a second to get to that. But I do want to say, um, I talked a little bit about it last week, and now that I'm through with the season, I want to bring up uh, Mary Walker, uh, known in the comics as Typhoid Mary. Um, I ended up looking uh, looking her up so I'd be able to talk a bit more about her Um the origin with, with, of Typhoid Mary? Well, the origin of Typhoid Mary is retarded. Um, Can you sorry. not say that? I'm, Doug's just saying all sorts of stuff. Um, wow. I, I even managed to, if you if you folks want a little how the sausage is made, I even stopped myself from saying the R word earlier and said mongoloid. Um, not better, but... Now I'm embarrassed. As well you should be. Um, but Typhoid is, Mary is, was is, a is real re- person. Okay, take that out of the equation, Doug. Um, this is not a history lesson. I'm just saying, it's a... Continue. It's, it's a real person, I'm aware. Who is, you know, confined to an island for the rest of her fucking life. Very short life. Probably mm. typhoid. It was actually um, not as short as you think it was. And she escaped. Let's see, we learn something new every day. Maybe we should turn this into a history lesson. Let's not. Um, in the comics, Typhoid Mary is a... Weird theme of the show. Prostitute who accidentally gets uh, knocked out of a window by Daredevil, and which triggers a sudden split personality, which makes no sense Actually, I disagree. psychologically. No, no I, I disagree, wouldn't. considering that I actually had a pretty severe brain injury in the last year, and it actually completely disrupted my personality and my normal behavior. To the point where it unlocked no, a pyrokinetic abso- split personality? It was absolutely not a split personality, but I'm just saying something is physically jarring and emotionally destructive as that can really cause you a lot of problems. Well, this was like one of those like she got hit out of the window and then the like typhoid Mary personality um, was like no man is ever going to hurt me again. Like it, it was such a like huge like turn that I'm like, well that's not You realize it's a little since... bit from Heroes season 1. Oh, with what's her name? Allie Landry. Close enough. Allie Larder. Um, Excuse me. Yes, you are correct. The chick who farts in Janet's on Bob Strike Back. Um, but like I said, she has the giant personality turn because of the quote-unquote personalities living inside her. Right, but this is this is like trauma-based. I'm not talking about... I don't, I don't believe they had trauma-based in Heroes. It was a little bit. I know they talked about it. She was experimented on or something. It, and, okay, moving on. Also her We're, this is not here yeah. nor there. Okay. Let's stay in the here and now. Um, so, in one, this is a Daredevil villain. Um, this is someone I talked about last week where her personalities have such different voice patterns and um, biorhythms that they're actually um, distinguish- indistinguishable um, as the same person to Daredevil, so making her a perfect a assassin. So orphan black. Yes. So the characters are so different body-wise, voice-wise, brain-wise. That it fools exactly. Daredevil's hypersenses. Um, this is not quite that. Um, there is personality. Um, the way she gets triggered when you find out what's going on, and it happens in Sokovia, which I was a nice little nod. That's a good nod. Um... No. You also find out through, through her triggers that there is a third altar, which makes sense because in the comics, 
There's Mary, Typhoid Mary, and Bloody Mary. Oh. We haven't really seen Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary yet, yet, but uh, Walker, who I will always refer to as Typhoid Mary, because that's kind of the more like um, she's easy. military trained, but the more like tough one, as opposed to the kind of like very sweet Wisconsin bred. She seems. I think they make reference to that. She likes spotted um, cow beer and cheese. Well, I think the Wisconsin part's made up in her head. I think like the Mary personality has a backstory that Mary invented and doesn't know it. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, like she obviously not... was in a closet making up a better life for herself. Yeah, and and in the comics they have retconned it that there was childhood trauma, which makes ten times more sense than just being knocked out a window. Well, that's um, what multiple personality disorder normally yeah, actually yeah. develops from. So is horrible childhood. My trauma. thing was it was kind of a weird weird pick to have her pop up in Iron Fist. Her being a Daredevil villain to me. And I mean, like, hired yes, by the Kingpin. Yes, but they really eight. need to work on Iron Fist. Um, and they made her kind of a ground-level villain, which I liked. Well, like, you know... I, I was kind of... I kind of missed that, you know... That she... She had like she has low-level telekinesis. She can move small objects. And she can... She has pyrokinesis. She can light small fires. I... I, I think they could have probably done the, like, telekinesis would have been kind of neat... Like, things would just happen around her, and it'd be her doing it, like, yeah, subconsciously. Yeah, like Firestarter. Not necessarily a fire, just a telekinesis. So I think I think they kind of lost an opportunity there to kind of introduce a more... a less grounded power, would I, you know what I mean? Okay, but you remember when Arrow first started running, we were very happy that they had a it was lot... It's all ground level. Yes, and that's what they need to do for they Iron had Fist, brick, because they just fucked tough. it up so fucking hard. What? Like I said, they need to do that for Iron Fist, where they need to do more ground level so they can build it up a little bit better. Okay, you can leave the last part out for the rest of our lives. Um, the horse is dead. Stop hitting it. Um, no. Okay, well, it's your first no. amendment right. I'll fight for your right to say it, whether I like no. it or not. Um, the two things out of the like, finale that I love are, one, you see Colleen focus her chi, her iron fist, through a sword. Um, amazing. So you you do have chi weapons, which is referenced when you cut to, like, months later, when Ward and um, Danny have gone on, like, a like a trip through Asia to kind of find Danny's path, and Ward has kind of lost his thing. Ward's whole thing, like, at one point he finds out he's going to be a father after banging Sorry, his... Sorry, Ward just makes me think of S.H.I.E.L.D. Different Ward. But yes, that's uh, what it makes me think of. Technically, Ward Meacham was a character before Ward from S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Ward Meacham was actually in the comics. But anyway. Um, Ward, at one point, Ward finds out he's going to be a father after banging his N.A. sponsor. Oh. Which, having watched, you know, at least from the first season, that makes a little bit of sense. No, no, that makes Because Ward's pretty sense. much just a giant cock-up. Um, but still, just, oh. It is... They do eventually become, like, a thing, and she stops being a sponsor, and it seems like they're going fine, and then, of course, Ward fucks it up. Because um, Ward. You find out that she's pregnant, and in a really weird turn, Deb, I don't know if you're going to like, he finds out, of course, and he talks to her, and he goes, I want to be there for the baby, like, you know, we may not work, but I want to be there for the kid, right? Uh... I think that's a stand-up thing to say. He goes, you know, I've made a lot of wrong decisions. I think this is the right one. And she goes, I can't take care... I, she goes, I have to take care of two people now, her and her baby. Um, the unborn baby. I can't take care of three. Like, you don't know who you are. You're still struggling. 
I think it's a very strong stance for her, and I can appreciate that. It's a great that. strong stance for but her. But then Ward However. just Ward just kind of kind of kowtows, kowtows to Danny when Danny's like, "I'm going to Asia, and I think you should come with me so you can find out who you are too." And it seems like Ward just goes, "Okay," like Ward just fucks off from our responsibility after having a monologue to Danny about how he can't. Because of responsibility. Okay, maybe he just feels so emotionally damaged by that interaction, he needs something else. Also, maybe he just wants a fucking way out. I think it's a bit of both. Also, but, considering that that's what she said, maybe having that kid wasn't the best option for you, lady. You've got a couple other options you can do there. Yes, I agree. How about adoption? And it's not like, and she, it's not like she's going to be struggling. She's an anesthesiologist. Yes, they make good however... Money. She's obviously not emotionally prepared to handle this situation, considering she was fucking one of her NA patients. Her sponsor. Excuse me. But like or I her sponsoree? Sponsee. Sponsee, is that it? Like I said, so she has a couple other options, i.e. she cannot have this pregnancy, or she can give up the kid. And I mean, she doesn't even have to uh, give well, it up. Well, I think she's going to keep it, obviously. Like I said, she doesn't even have to talking. give it up completely. She could do an open adoption and still actually be involved in this kid's life without being the kid's major fucking parent. I think you're overthinking it, Deb. No, I just think she's a bitch. Still think you're overthinking it. Uh, lastly, in the in the season finale, uh, they do mention Orson Randall, which is a big fucking deal, Deb. Because up to now, and I know you know some of the a bit about the comics. Uh, up to now, most people walking into Iron Fist just assume Danny's the Iron Fist. I mean, it's not. Then, he is just the la- latest in a long like line said, of Iron Fist going back. Hundreds of years. It's a mantle to behold. Should we say dynasty uh, instead of chain? I don't know if dynasty is the right word, though. Like I said, um, it, it is a pattern. But it's a legacy. Like I said, it, it, on, it is a pattern. To be earned and passed on. Okay. Uh, Orson Randall is, I think, the one before Danny, if I remember the comics right. Well, his name's um, Orson, so it's going to be at least two before Danny. No, because he was 20th century. He has guns. And I don't Nobody's mean like I don't mean like cults. I don't since mean, the turn of the nineteenth century, except for Wells. Close to the twentieth century. I mean, like I said, except for Wells. Uh, but you—he was the first one to be able to channel chi through his weapons, which would be his guns. Which is incredible. Um, and you do, you do see, uh, Danny has the mystical uh, guns at one point, and I was like, holy shit! And they're tracking down Orson Randall, which implies that. You're going to meet other Iron Fists, or finally find out about other Iron Fists in this next season. Uh, will Orson Randall be the bad guy? Who knows? Um, I'm not going to call too much early on, but um, I'm excited for season three. As I know you and I were texting uh, throughout the week that after you sent me the article about you know it's, it's record-breaking rise, um, that it's not nearly as boring as the last season, which I think is an understatement. I liked it. Okay, so the lead actor... I, I think it's worth watching. Finn lead Jones. actor, yes, Finn Jones. Are you convinced he's actually a good actor with this season? Yes. I like how you paused. It's because I was, uh, one, working on the notes for this episode as we go, and two, because I was going to say he's not so much white bread as uh, Fortune Cookie. I was thinking of a clever thing. Um, that sounds racist, but okay. No, but I mean, well, fortune cookies are an, Invented are, are an, Cali- Amer- Invented yeah, they're an American thing. Yeah, they're an American thing. I know. Um, I think when he talks, when he kind of has his, like, like Eastern philosophy voice, you know what I mean? When he's, like, imparting wisdom and talking very plainly to people, I think it works. I can, s- 
I can see it, and the action scenes are better. And well, I mean, they have a better choreographer, obviously. Well, and I think Finn Jones had the time to, to train and to be shown things, and he wasn't just showing up set 15 minutes before a fight scene but and I'm, being I'm thrown sorry, into it. I'm sorry, just after... Not that, it's not, not that I'm discounting anyone. I mean, it was a lot of people's faults on this. But like um, I said, I mean, you and I were so disappointed by his behavior after seeing Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. I'm sorry. Luke Cage. I, I meant Luke Cage. But I have Finn Jones in my head now. And, I mean, I'm still not convinced he's a good actor. I didn't see him on Game of Thrones, so I can't speak to that. Iron Fist is the only thing I've seen him in. Um, I think... I think you may want to hold off a little bit of judgment until you see Iron Fist 2. I get that. It was one season, and it was bad. And if we judged things on that, neither of us would have ever watched Parked and Rec. That is correct. Now, why you can't expand that to other things is beyond me. What else? I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff you'd make snap judgments about. Or did you mean what else was on the list? No, I mean, what else would I like to rewatch now? Because the first season was terrible, but everything else was better. And don't say Baywatch. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of it, Deb. I'm never going to tell you to watch Baywatch. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look. I'd have to look into it. Um, Actually, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Baywatch either. But I mean, uh, should we talk about how Blade was good and Blade Two sucked and Blade Three was entertaining? I like Blade Two. Still Toro, man. It's not bad. It was but Chris Christopherson. No, it's it's not bad. It's just the difference between Blade One and Blade Two was so jarring. Yes, I will give you that. I can't not like a movie where Chris Christopherson calls Ron Perlman nipplehead. Sorry. That wasn't three? That was... No, I'm nope, pretty that sure that was... No, I'm pretty that sure was that was three. That was, no, it wasn't. Nope, because three was Dracula. Three was Dracula. I'm not 100% sure you... Two, two was, no, the, one, two no, was the one where he teams up with the vampires, no, not the vampire that eats vampires. And it had the actor who played the cat on, you know, Red Dwarf on it. Huh? Where was he in... in wait, in Blade 2? Yeah, he was one of the members of the vampire squad hunting the other things. I'm not 100% on that. I'm well, it might be I'm Blade look into 3. That. No, because Blade 3 was... No, because no, Blade 3 was Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. Yeah, that was the... No, Not Darkhold. What were they called? Night Stalkers. We should continue, because both of us are confused on this point. No, we're not. What else do you have I'm, on... I'm fucking dead set on all of the blades, man. What do you have on your list? Uh, let's just... Because we're coming up on time. Um, I will I will tease. We're going to talk about a couple books next week, and we'll finally... No pun intended with the finale. Um finally talk of the Preacher season finale, which I've been waiting for for a while. Okay, that's great. I still haven't listened to Hollywood Dead yet. Well, you don't mind spoilers. We'll talk about it next week. No, we can. It's just one of those things where it was just such a fucking drag. I'm not... If you haven't read it, how do you know it's a drag? No, his books before were so fucking slow and dragged on for so long, especially when he was involved in Hell. Kill Society was, was... Yeah. Yeah. Very slowly paced. It was just one of... It, no, it wasn't bad. It was a good book, but it just dragged on for so long that I'm scared to listen to this one. And we should go. I know. That's what I just said. We're coming up on time. So let's do Mistakes We Made. Uh, mistakes I Made This Week. Usual ending nonsense. I just had bad timing this week. That's about it. I'm looking at a man's nipple. That's a mistake I made. Well, there's a TV behind me, so hopefully that's the TV and not an actual man. Yes, TV. Okay, thank the Lord. Um, 
still nipple. Um, six I made. I can't get too much into it, and I'll get more into it on damn this week. But uh, I got the responsibility for some mistakes I've made. I got to own some stuff that I, you know, I made some dumb decisions. Uh, so learn to live with it. Some minor inconvenience. I know I'm being cryptic, but listen to damn. I'm not saying that to pimp damn. I'm just saying. I made some mistakes this week, and I can't really talk about it on this show. Being an adult, or that it's not this. This show is not the place to do so. You can if you want to, but damn's better. No, it's good. That's gonna be like a twenty-minute episode. Uh, anything um, else? Social contract. I'm sorry, I still have feelings about everybody driving like assholes. Also, you don't fucking change lanes at intersection. Fuck no, you, you don't. That's actually legal. I know, but people do it all the time, and fuck you. Um. Social contract, asshole. Hey, homeless guy who thinks that I might have weed on me, which is fine. I guess I look the type. Um, I really don't. I know I don't. Uh, he he wanted to trade me for the weed I didn't have, and he's willing to trade me a couple sodas. That sounds like a really bad deal. Like, don't start low. If you're going to make a deal, you start high, you negotiate to middle, you negotiate to compromise. Don't go, hey, I got a couple Pepsis. I'll trade you for some, like, edibles. That doesn't work. I mean, has he lived in Colorado too long, or did he just Don't move know. here? Did not get into his life story. Did not care. No. Did, did Didn't want his sodas. Didn't no. have weed. Okay, okay. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows, like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.